This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. China is making a fresh round of commodity purchases ahead of trade talks next week in Washington. USDA announced a purchase of wheat for delivery to China today. That's on the heels of soybean purchases announced throughout the week totaling more than 700,000 tons of this marketing year delivery to China. Chinese officials are expected in Washington next week for another round of trade talks. The last time the two countries sat down for high-level negotiations, President Donald Trump levied tariffs on China shortly after American negotiators returned home. Speaking to reporters today at the White House, Trump retained that negotiating posture. I have a lot of options on China, but if they don't do what we want, we have tremendous, uh, tremendous power. The talks are scheduled for the 10th and 11th. For more on the purchase, check out Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. The Trump administration is expected to roll out a plan to mitigate concerns about the use of small refinery exemptions tomorrow. Sources tell Agripulse an announcement is expected tomorrow morning. The deal has been in the works for several weeks at the White House as it met with stakeholders on both sides of the issue. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says it can't come soon enough. Each day that passes without a resolution is one step closer to the abyss for ethanol plants and farmers across the country. Uh, harvest of this year's corn crop is just beginning in the southern reaches of the Corn Belt. And unfortunately, we have farmers in many areas that uh, don't know where they're going to market their corn this year. The local ethanol plant uh, that they typically sell their corn to may be closed right now. Speaking to reporters, Cooper said RFA doesn't have details about what the planned package will look like, but he says it's important it not only addresses long-term SRE concerns, but also fixes short-term issues. Look, we got to stop the bleeding first, and that involves a commitment to you know make sure that what has happened to us in 2016, 2017, and 2018 doesn't happen to us again in, in, in 2020 when that RVO is, is enforced. And that involves uh, simply you know prospective redistribution of small refinery uh, exemptions or the, um, the amount of gasoline and diesel that EPA knows will be exempted because it's produced by qualifying small refiners. The SRE situation has caused a good deal of consternation in farm country. Randy Doyle is the CEO of Alcorn Clean Fuel, an ethanol plant in Claremont, Minnesota. He says farmers are getting frustrated. I, for one, can speak for the, the temperaments of my farmer members who are not very pleased at the actions they've seen from this EPA and have been wondering where the administration is going to stand on this and whether or not the administration is going to stand firm on its word that it would stand with the farmers or not. National Corn Growers Association President Kevin Ross says the situation has been adequately discussed and now it's time for a resolution. A dairy industry spokesman says a recent FDA meeting generated momentum for its labeling fight against plant-based alternatives. Chris Galen is with the National Milk Producers Federation. Speaking to AgriPulse's Ben Nully at the World Dairy Expo, he says a September listening session gave them a chance to sell the agency on their calls for more oversight of plant-based products using dairy nomenclature. So the good news is this has become such a high-profile issue that I think FDA cannot continue to just sit on its hands and do nothing. They realize, as we pointed out to them, that the number of these misbranded fake dairy products continues to grow. And that the other thing that's happening, of course, is now you have these uh, meat imitators, the fake beef and other things like that, that are coming into the marketplace. He says plant-based alternatives to beef, 
pork and chicken are raising familiar concerns to the dairy industry. Yeah, it's become the wild west in the marketplace regarding what is and isn't meat, and we've seen that now for decades in the dairy case, and it's a problem that's growing worse, and it has public health consequences. That's why we have been repeating to FDA the fact that this is a consumer issue. It's not about confusion necessarily about what's inside the carton. It's confusion about the nutrition in that carton or in that package of yogurt or cheese. He says FDA regulators need to take action on the issue. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.